0: This is Honest Math Chat and I'm Mona Eel of Mona Math. I'm a former math avoider turned math teacher cheerleader and I'm going to get real honest with you about math classroom culture, engagement, math discussions and all the student-centered instructional practices to help you empower your students to love and understand math deeply. So every Monday on Honest Math Chat, we're going to work together to make our classrooms places where students see themselves as mathematicians. But let's not wait. If you're ready to engage every learner and get them pumped about math, you've got to use Math Discussions. I welcome you to download the guide to engaging Math Discussions right now. Go to monamath.com slash discussions. You'll get all my best tips on how to guide on the side while getting every child meaningfully engaged in discussing their math thinking when things get tough we tend to zoom in and focus on the small actionable details the lessons the activities the interventions but what if when things are tough what we really need to do is zoom out way out and consider the big picture I bet our classrooms and schools aren't much different I bet what's happening in my classroom is happening in yours too. Students are behind. They struggle to struggle. They're resistant to sharing their ideas. And too many of them at this young age are already thinking, I'm not a math person. I can't do this. So today we're gonna spend some time zoomed out, really on a high level, thinking about our math culture and how we can help our students achieve more than they thought possible. Let's first start with classroom culture. Classroom culture means we create learning spaces within our schools that are safe for our students to fully participate in learning. It's a space where everyone feels like they belong and they are included. Students feel comfortable taking risks, sharing their ideas and asking for help. And this, friend, I know you're working day in and day out to create in your classroom. So let's now consider what a math culture is. A math culture is specifically and intentionally creating a culture that fosters the mathematicians we hope our school develops. A math culture is a learning space that makes way for risk-taking, problem-solving, and productive struggle. A math culture is an environment where students push themselves and work together in teams because they have formed a trust and they know that their thoughts are valued in that culture. Students in a math culture feel safe, confident, and willing and excited to share their struggles for the sake of the understanding of themselves and their classmates. And this all sounds really ideal, right? Like when we talk with our pe- our people right, about our own children's schooling or education, this is what we imagine. But you're here listening to this podcast or reading this blog post, and you know that this is not the case in our schools most of the time. And it's not because of our best intentions or even because of lack of effort on the adults in the building. We are all trying so hard every day. And instead, we end up neglecting giving attention to our math culture. Because frankly, it's just not brought up. What we do talk about are the math scores, right? Your math scores are likely better than your reading scores, so you focus on your reading instruction. Your math teachers are content with how and what they teach, so you carry on. Or the math teachers in the building are more focused on inspiring readers and writers of tomorrow because that's where their, and I'm talking about myself here, (laughs) their comfort lies. As elementary teachers, we often don't go into teaching for math. And so the idea of creating a math culture is never really on the table, but it's time to disrupt the societal definition about math. It's time to disrupt the norms that our society tells us about math. And it's time to start cultivating a culture of math in every single classroom, I was at the EL National Conference this week, if you're listening in real time, and a teacher shared with me about her, her own child and his brilliance in math at a very young age. She told me about how he was able to calculate the years that it was until he could play a PG-13 game. And now that he's older, he was young then, like he was like three, and he figured out that it was like nine or 10 years until he could play that PG-13 game. But now that he is nine, several years later, his mental math skills and his drive for problem solving have dwindled, and that joy of solving real-world problems is gone. And she literally said these words to me, where did his genius go? And this relates to the keynote speech at the EL National Conference by Dr. Goldie Muhammad. She is the author of Cultivating Genius, um, an equity framework for teaching culturally and historically relevant literacy. And her keynote was so powerful, and she asked the audience, tell me about your students. And then she shared that when she asks teachers this, they often say things like, well, they're behind, or they're at risk, or unmotivated, or they're defiant, or misbehaving. She pushed and she said, no, tell me about your students. Teachers often would then say, well, they're distracted. They're hard to keep on task. They struggle to focus. They're from underprivileged areas. And again, no, tell me more about your students. Tell me about their genius. Tell me about their ability to read the room. Tell me about their double dutch. Tell me about their expertise at knowing who to ask and when to ask to get just 10 more minutes of screen time. Their their ability to freestyle, their dance, their natural talent to make music. Our students are geniuses, is what she said. And I love this reframe. What are your students' geniuses? Specifically in math. Math. Are you looking for what they are strong in? Are you noticing and highlighting that? What are our math geniuses in our classroom? And if they aren't showing, or we don't know, then let us point us back to math culture. Let's create a culture where students' math genius is showcased and celebrated. Let's create a culture of math that empowers students to engage. Let's create a culture of math that excites students and families to find math in their everyday life. And let's get excited about math and shift the culture from negative math mindsets to positive ones. And math culture starts with a strong math vision. And before we can address the dropping test scores nationally that was just released by NAEP, before we can talk about learning loss, We have to take this step back and consider, what is our math culture? And it is all created around our math vision. When we think about a vision, I find it beneficial to think about visions for organizations that we know. So for a moment, consider an organization that you know or care about. Do you know their vision from memory? What do they stand for or what are they all about? For me, what comes to mind is the Red Cross. I know that they are all about being there to support people with blood donations, training for CPR, lifeguards, etc. And when I look at their website, I can see right away that that is, is indeed their mission. And they have a strategic plan to support people in times of need and ways to motivate people to donate to support those causes. They have a vision that's memorable, and known by those that are engaged with their organization. Does your organization, your school, your classroom, have a vision for math? What comes to mind when you consider how you want your students to experience math in your classroom? What comes to mind when you think about what traits and attributes you want your graduate to have as a mathematician? The answers to these questions are the start of your math vision. Your math vision is what you want your math class to look like, sound like, feel like. It is the vision you have for your mathematicians. The math vision for your school also includes actions for your students, your teachers, staff members, leadership. What are those actions that those stakeholders will take to help make that vision come to life. A math vision for your school or your grade level or even your classroom is the start of a strategic plan for building a strong math culture. When you have a clear vision of who you want your students to be as mathematicians, then you'll be able to start taking the steps to make that vision come to life you'll be able to consider family engagement, math mindsets, and structures and systems that will help your school embrace that culture of mathematics. Essentially, a math vision keeps your culture focused. So when you create your math vision, it can serve as kind of your guiding light, keeping you focused on what really matters in your math culture. A vision allows teachers and staff to prioritize their values. So how do you create a math vision as your first step in creating that strong math culture in your classroom or school? To create a math vision, I create a list of 10, between five and 10 statements about the ideal math classroom, and then develop actionable steps for both adults and students to help enact the vision. Now the vision creation workshop can look many different ways. I suggest a whole school professional development session to create this math vision. After all, every adult in the school contributes to the math culture, even if they don't think they do. So best case scenario is an hour or so together in a room developing the vision. And if you're listening to this as that renegade teacher out to fight the good math fight and you feel alone, I see you. And there are a lot of you. You can do this for your classroom with your students. In fact, I wrote all about how to lead a conversation with your students to form a math vision. And I will link to that in the show notes. But you can also find it at monamath.com slash blog slash math dash vision. So it's monamath.com slash blog slash math dash vision. Um, But like I said, I'll link to it below. So once you've decided who the stakeholders are that are going to help you create this math vision, as your first step toward prioritizing math culture, here are the steps I think you should follow. Number one, consider what visions and guiding principles you already have in place. Many times schools already have a vision or have some principles that you can build on. Number two, look for models of math visions. I'll link mine in the show notes. It's also on my blog. And it's a really good place to start when we're looking for what this should look like. Use a model. Number three, you might also look at some anchoring texts. Do this especially if you're doing a whole school um, PD and you're not all on the same page yet when it comes to instructional strategies and techniques. If you have lots of different departments that don't teach math coming together, you'll also want to keep this brief and kind of high level Linking it to your own school vision can also help when you're bringing in all the stakeholders in a school. Number four, on these models and anchoring text and current visions, ask the stakeholders to mark the language that you agree with or you aspire to, marking down language that you think you want to collect to include in your own vision. And then number five, in Individuals or small groups create that list of five to 10 statements about what you believe is true about math at your school or what you envision your students will embody as graduates of your school. And then number six, develop lists of things students and staffs will do to make those statements come to life spend time working independently and in small groups to share and generate ideas this really should be a collaborative process finally finish with groups or individuals sharing one phrase that they're leaving thinking about and as you finish have people turn in what they wrote in their small groups or individuals to a facilitator who will then collect those ideas and look for similarities among the groups and then type up kind of your first draft of your math vision. And that's the thing about a math vision, it's a living document. So after this, it's just a rough draft, it's just a draft one. And I suggest that you send it out to those who created it and get their feedback and their approval. Then take a deep breath and celebrate that you have just taken a huge first step toward prioritizing your math culture by co-creating a vision. And I know that this whole staff creation isn't possible everywhere. So if you're working in a grade level team or a department, this is still very valuable work. Remember, the vision helps you make decisions to prioritize what's most important to you. And once you've created your vision, it's time to share it. Use your vision to guide you as you make decisions about curriculum and lesson plans and developing those structures and routines that will become a part of your classroom culture of math. Your math vision can help you develop professional development or individual teacher goals. And be sure you share your vision to ensure that every stakeholder is familiar with what your math culture is based on. Think back to that Red Cross example. We know their vision from memory because it is shared widely, well-known and clear. And that is the goal for your math vision. Your math culture is intentionally creating a space to foster the mathematicians we hope to send off into the world, When they're done at our school or they leave our classrooms. Our math culture guides how we create our learning spaces, the learning spaces that prioritize developing the mindsets, the safety and belonging to ensure that our students take risks, problem solve, and collaborate to build their skills as mathematicians. And as you consider the culture that you have in your school, I hope you consider developing a math vision to help guide the way toward a strong math culture. Well, that was your dose of Honest Math Chat for today, friend. Thanks so much for listening. It would mean so much to me if you subscribed, shared this podcast with your friend, or leave a comment. If you have not downloaded my free guide that I made in response to the questions you have all about engaging your students in math discussions, go grab it, monamath.com slash discussions. And if you have other questions that I haven't answered, shoot me a DM on Instagram at hellomonamath. I can't wait to chat more with you next week. Remember, we're here every Monday. I'm always listening on my way to work. When do you listen? See you soon, friend.